If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths. And where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used. Because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.amex slash you know. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi there, I'm Rebecca Lowe. Welcome along to the latest edition of the Premier League on NBC podcast, where you can get the latest can't-miss content from NBC's coverage of one of the best leagues in the world. Be sure to tune in on weekends at 7 a.m. Eastern for Premier League mornings on NBCSN and Peacock Premium. But for now, we hope you enjoy the latest edition of the Premier League on NBC podcast. As we welcome you back into our Premier League studio, Cara Banks with the two Robbies, Mr. Earl, Mr. Musto. Guys, I have to say, phew, is what you must be feeling if you are a Liverpool supporter. They needed that win today, Robbie, for this to stay a race a battle for the top it is indeed but it came close at the end it did it was a scrap I think Carlo said it at the end it wasn't as easy as in control as they would have liked but they got the get the job done and, and I was just thinking about the last few weeks Villarreal's second leg had to work hard Newcastle away Everton in the derby this team when they've had to can dig deep and find a way to stay in, into the game and Today, I'm not going to give any credit to any particular player. I want to give credit to the guy who's on the side of the pitch today, Jurgen Klopp, who I thought, again, we've talked about him being this problem solver. Whenever Liverpool get in, in a situation, he changes the team, he makes substitutions. Today, Thiago came on, 62 minutes on the clock. 65 minutes on the clock, they, they get the job done. There was times today when he was demanding of his team that they stay in this title race. He would not allow this group of players, for all that they've done, for all the work that's been put in this season, to allow City to, to just easily win this title. And he'll be in, he should be in the shower showering off because he, he's, he's worked as hard as any player out there today. Um, top manager... And that's when top managers come into their very own. Yeah, we need a Jurgen Klopp highlight reel yeah. alone, don't we? But, you know, you mentioned it earlier, Robbie. Adney Robertson just given the day off. Mo yeah. Salah starting on the bench. They have a schedule that demands change and rest, yet they were able to win with a team that was very different to the last one yeah. that went out. Th- this is such an impressive victory, given how fired up Aston Villa were. Very difficult mm. game. Even at the start of the second half, we kind of said, wow, I'm not sure Liverpool are going to get back into it. Mm. But they've got... A gear to go to that sometimes I don't know where it comes from because it happens all the time. Second half improvements we've seen over recent weeks. You get the best midfield players back in there. I think uh, Thiago and Henderson makes a difference. I thought Virgil van Dijk stepped up today. Rob is as stretched as I've seen him for a long period of time with Watkins and Danny Ings getting in behind him many, many times. Yet he always found a way to defend. I mean, that was difficult. And that was so difficult and so important for Liverpool to to not have any regrets I talked about of not making sure they do their part now for the remainder of the season. So again, Liverpool finding... I mean, that's like a Champions-type performance coming from behind with the change of team to find a way to get three points. That's what's so key, coming from behind. Right. After Villa, as you say, came out hard and scored that first goal in the third minute. Let's get back out there then, shall we, and get some reaction from the two men who've just been on the call for the last 90 minutes. Arlo, Graham, it came close. What did you make of that one? They did come very close, didn't they? I mean, they really, as the guys are saying, they're great. They had to dig deep there. Liverpool against a very tenacious, the word that you used earlier on, determined, talented Aston Villa side. Yeah, and I think it says everything about the Premier League, doesn't it? You've got a team that's trying to get in the top ten versus a team that is almost will hardly make a mistake, you know. We, we look at their draw against Spurs and think, oh, that's disappointing um, on Sunday. But so formidable at this Liverpool team and the quality of them and City pushing each other all the way um, made tonight's performance really, I thought, a, a, a really um, well-earned mm. three points uh, for, for Liverpool. And Aston Villa, 
you know, we were talking about this off off camera, weren't we? That the I think the way in which they play their style, playing with those two split strikers, that in itself is brave. Mm. And as the game wore on, it showed the amount of problems you can cause your opponent. Doesn't matter how good they are, if you can get in between them and get good direct balls to you, you can cause all sorts of problems. They nearly got back into it. They did. So tell me about Sadio Mane's goal because it almost came out of nowhere. The ball in from Diaz and, and the way that he sort of contorted his body mm. to head it into the corner. That, that was that was high quality. Well, it just shows how some goals you relying on reactions other goals you can sort of set yourself up and work it well but that was pure reaction I couldn't quite understand the, the, the cross you know whether Luis Diaz meant it but it, but he sort of hit it flat and it was an awkward height mm. and as you said Mane had to really adjust himself to do that whilst going backwards and direct it with enough power to beat Martinez just shows the instinctive quality that these strikers have and just the ingenuity yep 15 Premier League goals for him Graham thank you very much indeed Guys, well played. Jordan, a tough game in the middle of a demanding schedule. How well did you do to dig that one out? Very well. Um, and I think the boys have been incredible for a long period of time. Um, and tonight was no different. We knew it would be difficult. You know, Tough game coming here, good team, good crowd. Um, and we knew there was going to be tough moments. You know, But it's about digging in, keep going and finding a way um, to win. And, um, and the boys were incredible again tonight. We did that, we dug in, and we, uh, we got the three points. What was the message to you when you came on around the half-hour mark? It was a bit hectic, uh, <laughs> quick, so I didn't, Settle have, it down, Jordan. I didn't have much time to warm up or anything, so it was straight on, but, yeah, just try and get a bit of control within the game, try and settle it down. It was a bit frantic, a bit, they were counter-attacking a little bit, trying to play a little bit more, um, and I felt as the game went on, we did that, scored a couple of good goals, and... Um, and yeah, I thought overall was was a good performance in the end. One of the good goals scored by this guy, Sadio. Just talk us through that header because there was not really any power on it, and I don't know quite how you got it into that corner. Yeah, well, I think um, it was a, first of all a good, good cross from Jazz, but uh, I was in the box, so I think this moment you just think to to put it in the in the in the net. I think even without power, I think. Uh, uh, usually it's gone, so it's what I try to do. It's a good partnership, isn't it? You and Diaz. Yeah, I know him very well. He's a great player. So all which all front uh, four five, I think. Uh, yeah, with end as well. <laughs> we know each other. We train every day uh, in training ground. So when I when you go to ball, I know obviously. Uh, honestly, I think. Uh, yeah, I knew that he was gonna cross. So I was just going to be ready for 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 it. Jordan, you're looking at Sadio intently there. Have you ever seen him play better? Uh. Yeah, his performances are always incredible. You know the, the amount of work he does for the team, off the ball as well, um, defending there at the end, um, winning the ball back high up. But of his quality, and then around the box, you see with his finish, it's all that gym you do. You know the neck muscles <laughs> to, to generate the power for the header. Incredible finish, um, and he gets us the three points. So, yeah, delighted with that. I think it was always going to be tough uh, coming here. So yeah, keep going. Another big game at the weekend. There is Sadio with your form at the moment. Have you ever been happier? Than you are at Liverpool right now. Yeah, sure. When we we won the, the trophies, I think I was <laughs> I was more happy. <laughs> well, I think uh, yeah, I'm just trying to 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 enjoy every moment and try to score and assist for my teammate. I think uh, it's all about team. Without the team, on nothing. So <laughs> I think the boys make it, make make it uh, easier for me. So well, I'm honestly very happy. Where does this leave us, Jordan, in terms of what could be still a dream season for Liverpool? Same position as we were before the game, to be honest. You know, yes, it's a big game for us, another three points. Um, but I just concentrate on what we need to do. We wanted to come and win, we did that. Another big game at the weekend with the cup final. Um, so we've got to recover well, give everything again for that. And, uh, and that's all our focus is on, really, right now. But West Ham, Wolves, the way Villa played tonight, the three teams City have got to play. I feel like there could maybe be a favour from somewhere. Um, well, it's out of our control. I hope so. Um, and yeah, the, the two good teams again. It's never easy, you know. Premier League always difficult, but we're out of our control. So we don't need to waste energy on that. You know, we will focus on on what we need to do, and that's uh, that's the cup final at the weekend against Chelsea. You're just watching your goal back over my shoulder, aren't you? Yeah, very good goal, by the way. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Well, Jürgen, tonight to give your team massive credit for somehow finding a way. Thank you. Thank you. So do I. Um, 
massive result, massive performance. Um, after all the games we played, after the game we played on Saturday, after the early change, all these kind of things, after not a good start, um, where Aston Villa just did everything but hurt us um, a little bit. We, we need a time, set up a pretty new midfield, um, and then we need time to adapt there. But in the moment when we started playing football, it was immediately, it was, then you saw where the weaknesses are of a diamond um, system which Aston Villa played. I played around that very important <laughs> response to the one nil. It's just, uh, I don't know, but I, I think it was offside. Huh? Like it, in the uh, yes, it was. Do you want to talk about that? Cause it, it, it doesn't no, sound. No, no, it's maybe a better time to talk about it now that you've won. I mean, if you think I only speak about this thing when we lose because it's just a problem and we have to solve that then if it was an obvious offside situation let's just play on and in the end it's okay a little bit later whenever three four passes but we are under pressure in that moment and they didn't really leave the, our, they, they stayed 30 yards in front of our goal so for us today not important I mean in general we could really think about how we could sort that um, um, but then response really good 1-1 um, and it was clear yeah, we have to we have to keep going. So um, I tell you, if the boys obviously outstanding, lofted, had to dig deep in the end, fine. Aston Villa didn't, yeah, they had obviously moments, but again, offside here, offside there, and then yet there were one or two moments where we had to defend them with the centre halves in, in, in the, in the six-yard box because of the quality of Villa, Ingsy, unbelievable, Watkins, and these kind of things. That's really tricky, but yeah, we did it and. Um, Really proud of you guys. Did you feel like in the early part of the match, with the schedule you've had, ugh, it just looks like a game too far, just for that first 20, 30 minutes? So if, I, if I start feeling sorry for us, then we have a problem. No, I, I, didn't, I, I don't think that we should use that um, as an explanation. Um, we caused ourselves the problems with qualifying for all the finals and, and these kind of things. It's positive, but it's of course hard. You know, if we then, um, and of course, there's always human beings are like this. We we, we have this um, um, this habit to feel sorry for ourselves. But no, it was not the case. The case was that we were not really in the game, um, and they just went for us. So um, we, we knew before the game um, we, we have to play and that's obviously not easy but you have to get in control a little bit of the game and that's what we from the moment on when we did that it was fine. The, the, the problem was just that we conceded that first goal that's obviously not in the plans um, but with 1-1 it was fine and then step by step we could control it. Yeah, that control you were after did Jordan Henderson give you that? Yeah of course that's massive problems. <laughs> yeah. um, Fab can do that as well but I think in the, in the second situation he felt then something which is a big, big blow for us. Um, How bad do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully not that bad, but we don't. I don't know. Um, yes, of course, Hendo in good shape and then played a really good game then. Um, and that's absolutely helpful. But you have to make the decisions before the game. Nobody had any problems and some, we have to play somebody. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's not cool, but that happens. Um, no, yeah, be controlled. But no, most importantly, of course, then all of a sudden, Nabi and Curtis were really in the game. Then, when they turned in moments where they had no pressure, then we were between the lines. From there, we could go and all these things. That's that's the the, the real important stuff. And so I'm really I'm really happy because I know um, this tonight was incredibly difficult. It's obviously not the time now for talking about futures and contracts and stuff like that but has Sadio Mane ever been more important to Liverpool than he is now? Oh he's a machine I told him after the game so um, yeah massive player massive player physicality is brutal I like this mix of technique desire and then physicality now in the moment when everybody obviously has a few yards in the legs like you can see it with him to be honest um, top goal um, yeah just yeah fantastic world-class player so cup final to come for you do you also think maybe still there might be just one more twist in this title race I know it's out of no, your control I don't, know. I don't know obviously we cannot we cannot do more we cannot do more than than winning and I think I'm pretty sure that a lot of people again thought um, uh, this could be not a banana skin in the sense of banana skin but could be a struggle for us um, and how the boys um, sorted that is absolutely outstanding and so now we have a day longer it's Tuesday and then um, Saturday we play the final yes it will be tough of course but um, yeah we will be ready until Saturday 
Yes, a big question mark over Villa's goal, but ultimately, as you say, it doesn't really matter now because uh, mm. Liverpool got the victory 2-1. Uh, to one. You explained it, though, so eloquently, of course, in, in the highlight. Nevertheless, he's a proud manager, and he should be, shouldn't he? He should be proud of his men after what they did today. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting in his words there, saying that when we started to play football, mm. then we started to control the game. And he's absolutely right, but credit to Aston Villa, who yeah. wouldn't allow them time and space to play football. So that's why it's such a difficult game. You know, he knows how difficult that was, how tricky it was. Resting, rotating players. Again, he referenced a midfield that was much changed. Two of the three were different. Thiago comes on, Robert, the perfect time in the second half where Liverpool need to start possessing and knocking the ball around. And they created the chances to win. Sadio Mane again, Rob. I just want to, yeah. again, like, it seems, that, you know, Luis Diaz has got tons of headlines. Mo Salah, of course, with the goals that he scores. But Sadio Mane scores so many important goals for this club and there's a little bit of talk about Bayern Munich maybe being interested but yeah. again a crucial goal at a time when the team really needed him and, and I was just thinking a week ago um, Cara that it looked like Liverpool could have been going out the Champions League Villarreal with 2-2 this time last week at, at half time they end up getting the job done then they go into a game that they draw against Spurs Many people thought it was disappointing. Klopp said, actually, it wasn't as bad as people suggested, and he looked for performance today. And he dragged the performance out. Thiago coming on the pitch gives Liverpool something different. He controls the possession for them, so they can keep the ball better. And in Mane, in Salah, and in Diaz, they've got forward players who can get your goals. And, and Robbie's right. Sadio Mane is like the gift that just keeps on coming. He, he came from Southampton as a wide player who scored the odd goal and was dangerous and now has become an important part. And playing central right now, he, he's, he's, his game's gone up a, another level. He took some risks today, Klopp, but he got yeah. away with mm. it. He, he yeah. managed to get some players mm. rested. As we said, yeah. Andy Robertson, just with the day off, apparently just tweeted three points. That's so he not was, luck, by the way. He either. was pretty <laughs> happy he what he's doing. with that watch. Well, Stephen, performance first. Did you like lots about what you saw from your team tonight? Yeah, I did. Um, I mean, in terms of commitment and heart and application and what the lads gave me tonight, I can't ask for any more. Um, at times, we showed amazing quality as well. You know, I'm really happy with what we created against one of the best teams that are out there. Um, obviously, disappointed with the two goals we've conceded. Um, you know, we look into that, and you know, against the top sides in this league, uh, we've been done on moments. Um, so we need to cut them out moving forward. But listen, in in, in terms of what we've brought to the game, um, out of possession, in possession, in terms of what the boys have given me, the game plan that we tried, I can't ask for any more. So I'm extremely proud of them. Um, of course, there's there's a gap to these top teams at the moment, but um, we need to strive and keep moving forward to try and close that gap because. Um, you know, we're competing against some of the best players and, and, and the best team in the world. Jurgen Klopp said you just went for them from the first whistle. That's how he saw it. Is that the sort of brave performance you wanted from your players? Yeah, but I don't want it to be careless. I think you know we want to be bold and ambitious. You know, the other options to wait, and you can still lose games that way. Um, but you'll have more regrets and more frustrations. We've got players in our team. We've got good players. And if they're calculated the way they go about it, we can hurt teams. Um, we've got to cut moments out because um, you know the, the second goal we've conceded today is on, on a moment. Yeah, we need to be better. And um, even when we took the lead in the first half, we never kept that lead for long enough. And uh, Liverpool made us pay. So, you know, in summary, we're disappointed with a couple of goals and obviously frustrated with the result. But in terms of the performance and what the boys have given me, um, I can't ask for any more. Tactically, do you feel with the two strikers you gave Liverpool real problems? Jürgen's just said that, hasn't he? Well, yeah, am I trying to pass it off as my knowledge? <laughs> Listen, we, we, we wanted to be, we, we've had a lot of joy. I think we're a lot more dangerous with, with two nines. Um, we might have a, a small injury to Ollie. We'll have to analyse that. Um, but listen, we're at Villa Park. The fans are magnificent tonight, and we want to make this place really difficult for anyone. Um, you know, at times we had to suffer, we had to be compact. I thought we lost our shape for the last 10 minutes. Unfortunately, Nakamba couldn't play a full game. I thought we lost our way a little bit when he went off the pitch. Um, but yeah, listen, in terms of us being on the front foot and being positive, if we're calculated and we do it right, um, we, can be, we can be a really aggressive team. You mentioned performances against the top sides earlier in the interview. Do you feel like you are making strides in, this, in these types of games? Well, I think the evidence was there for, for large parts. Um, you know, you're never going to come here and, and play Liverpool off the pitch. You know, they're the high-level opposition. They've got top-class players. They've got a top manager. But, um, you know, for, for large parts, we were in the ascendancy. We, we showed a lot of ambition tonight. We've had some good chances in the game, and um, Liverpool were never comfortable in this game. And that's a big positive to take away. And one more, 
top side to face, one more top four side to face, Man City on the final day. Playing like that, could you go there and get something? Do Liverpool a favour? Listen, we, we, we'll wait and see what situation we're in come the end of the season, but we've got a purpose to try and finish as high as we can in this league. We want to push for the top ten to put ourselves in a place. It's got to be about us, and um, you know we've got to go and put a positive performance against Palace and then take that into Burnley. And let's hope that we can... Um, you know, put ourselves in a good place to go into City, but one thing's for sure, we'll go for the next three games. We'll, we'll give it everything we can. As we say, a very good afternoon and welcome you back into our Premier League studios. Anna Jackson with you alongside Dan Danny Higginbotham and Robbie L. I mean, what a performance from City. Kevin De Bruyne was just yeah. on fire. I mean, these guys, surely we're looking at some league they, winners. They've got a manager who is in pursuit of perfection. Kevin De Bruyne nearly gave him that with his four goals today. Outstanding performance in the way that they play, in the dominance of their football, in, in the chances that they create, in the goals that, that they score. The narrative was, after the Champions League, things would maybe go awry for the city. They play Newcastle, score five goals. They play Wolves, score five goals. Goal difference well in their favour. And... We are seeing some of the best football we've ever seen in the Premier League. People are critical sometimes, it's boring, sometimes a bit samey. This is another level, and as much as Liverpool hope and dream for a slip-up, I'm telling you, it isn't going to happen with Pep in charge of this group. They, they're just so good. I think what we can't forget is that going into the game this evening, there's only three teams in the Premier League that have conceded less goals than Wolves. Defensively, they're very strong. The most... The most interesting thing about Manchester City when you watch them, we talk a lot about systems. We talk a lot about whether it's 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1, any, any system. Now, the only time that you see Manchester City's system is before kickoff, and maybe if they've scored a goal or conceded a goal. Other than that, it, it doesn't matter because players have the freedom to go everywhere. And I know as a defender myself, when you play against teams free-flowing, like the great Manchester United teams gone past, the great Arsenal teams gone past, it's so difficult to deal with because you will be marking four or five different players during that game. And Manchester City, they, they've just made it an art form. It's incredible to watch. As they head into their final two games of the season, mm. what do you think is the biggest thing that they'll be taking away from this game? Um, the belief in what they do, what Danny says, the way they do it. Um, they've got the outstanding football in the Premier League and Kevin De Bruyne. When you're in that kind of form, you know, give him the ball, he's that good, let, let him do it for you. Um, yeah, there's a confidence and belief in, it, in the way that Pep goes about his business that will see them to another, another title for me. Yeah, I mean, Manchester City, they are just goal machines at the moment and they've proved that once again today against Wolves 5-1. Well, it's been a dominating stretch of football for Man City. Kevin De Bruyne showing what he's capable of today, scoring four of today's five goals for City. So they regain their lead at the top of the table. Let's hear from the boss, Pep Guardiola. Pep, three more points, four added to the goal difference. Give us your thoughts on what you've seen out there tonight. Uh, exceptional. I make a, uh, a really good performance. Uh, we could see some transitions because when we contact with the three quarters, we're a little bit uh, in a hurry to take the right decisions, but it's normal because we clear the pass and the movements in behind. But uh, yeah, we play really well in this stadium that we know how difficult it is. And uh, yeah, three more points and uh, yeah, uh, rest and West Ham. Are we running out of superlatives to describe Kevin De Bruyne, do you think? No. <laughs> Nah, he's playing the last two or three rounds and especially in the Premier League have been pff, outstanding uh, in Champions League as well. So, yeah, he has been our key man in the last part of the season for alongside for the effort for all of them. You use the word outstanding, but you, as, as a former midfielder, have you seen many more outstanding individual displays from a midfield player? Uh, nope. So it's not just... What he created and the goals and, and everything, so yeah, he helped us a lot. With uh, I'm happy because always Kevin had the, the sense for the assist too. He's so generous and always thinking what is the best for the team. But uh, always we try to push him. We have to win games. We have to score goals. And uh, and uh, this year I think is the more profitable uh, year in uh, in this in this sense. There were some terrific goals out there, but this was a night for character too, as well, wasn't it? Did you have any doubts after what these guys have done in the last five years? So, uh, uh, they have personality and character, they have everything. They have everything what they have to be um, a football player. 
particularly when Wolves came back into the game. And you said Wolves would be a difficult test. The way your team responded at that point was key, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, yeah. So because always we consider goal when 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 we don't deserve it, but when the opening is better. So. But in that moment, we're controlled. We start really well. We score a goal, and after one transition, we defend not properly well. So we we concede a goal. And um, but yeah, after we found the goal quick and help us a lot. When you see your team perform like that, and the way they did the other day against Newcastle, how excited are you by the prospect of a, the likes of Haaland coming and adding to that mix? It's a decision for the, of course, all of us, the club, make a. A good sign for the future. Come for for many many years, hopefully, and uh, I'm pretty sure he will adapt perf- perfectly to our team. But would will be next season. And how excited are you working with him? With I'm excited in my job, and of course I like to work with our good players because the players make you make you make you good manager. And of course he's a he's an incredible young talent with a, a perfect age. Um, you know, and hopefully, I'm pretty sure we're going to help him to settle as best as possible. One worry tonight, Eric Laporte. You took him off in the second half. Yeah. How much of a concern for the weekend? Yeah, we are. Yeah, of course, him and, and Fernandinho. They got to send off for the problems they had. I will see. Well, for days for uh, West Ham. Great result tonight. But in your own mind, how quickly are you already thinking about West Ham? Uh, right now, not to rest, but tomorrow going to think about West Ham. So all smiles there for Pepper coming out of this game. If you are him and they're heading into West Ham next, uh, what are yeah. you saying to the team? Um, that continue with, with the work that you do. I thought the balance of the quality of football and the hard work that they put in is unique. You very rarely see that in, in, in top teams and what sets them and Liverpool apart. The transitions that he talks about are things that are always going to catch them because they have so many players going forward, so many players involved. That might be the one area that West Ham may feel they can get get to City. But Pep's mantra is, if we have the ball, you can't hurt us. And that's why they have so much possession and almost disarm the opposition. I, when I look at Guardiola and look at his style of management, I look at the players, the characters of the players there. The one thing that, towards the end of a season, that that people always say be wary of is don't don't slack off, don't rest on your laurels. That will never be said of a Guardiola team or, or Manchester City players whilst Guardiola is there because they just have this concerted effort whereas it's on to the next one. Always trying to look, can they break records? Can they do this? Can they do that? Players always trying to you know, outdo their teammates in a real positive way. So I think that would be the biggest thing, ordinarily, you may say about a certain team, but not this Manchester City team. Yeah, I mean, they just have the remarkable unbeaten streak. They're looking mm. for four of the last five Premier League yeah. titles. Their dominance is comparable to no other team right now. No. Uh, the level of football, the dominance, and there's a know-how in that dressing room. When you go through those players, most of them have been down this track before and understand what it requires and read the paper and see that Manchester City might not be quite as good as they were. And they go out, they score goals, and they shut us all up. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of sighs guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15, discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Well, the first 20 minutes lived up to the billing, oh. but the red card for you, Robbie, must have changed everything, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm just so disappointed. As soon as a red card comes out, and this has nothing to do with decisions or whether being correct or not correct, it's just such, it was such a big occasion, such a great game, and then, you know, right, it's a, it's a totally different game. Arsenal started, looked pretty good in the first 20 minutes. Self-inflicted problems and Spurs ruthlessly punished those problems, Rebecca. That's kind of the story of the game. 42nd, uh, seventh minute, third goal goes in. Then it becomes a pretty comfortable, easy day for Spurs. They got the first game on Sunday. They mm. can rest. They take out Son. They take out Kulusevski. They got the players ready for the next, or well, the, the, the remaining two games of the season. Well, Antonio Conte, no doubt, will want to take a lot of credit for his yeah. team doing well. But yeah. how much was it that, and how much, as Robbie says, was it Arsenal really beating themselves? Um, just on Spurs, because they won it, I, I just wrote down, 
A little bit more streetwise, Rebecca. There's just a little bit more know-how. And we talked about Antonio Conte. And whether Spurs finish fourth or fifth this season, let me tell you, they've got a top-class manager at that football club that they need to support, they need to hang on to, and they need to build. Because this football club with this guy can go places. From Arsenal's point of view, I'm, you're a little bit disappointed for Arsenal. But, you know, the, the win today and the momentum might be with Spurs. But the control's with Arsenal. They're one point ahead with two games to play. And they've had some tests during the, this season. And generally, you would say they've come through the tests. Two wins, Rebecca, and they're playing Champions League football. Without the two wins, if, if anything but the two wins, then it's back in, in Spurs' hands. But two wins, they play Champions League football. Spurs will have won the North London derby, but playing in the Europa League. But how much does losing the North London derby in the manner today that they've lost it, could that affect the control well, and the feeling going to Newcastle? Well, one of the things I've been most impressed with Arsenal during a tough winter after a, a poor start was the belief in what they were doing and the team spirit. They're starting to be a team spirit. Now you're going to find out. Now's the test. Now these next two games are winnable for Arsenal. Yes, you'll have to get over the disappointment. Yes, there might be no Gabriel. There'll certainly be no Rob Holding. But... Your spirit and your drive, two wins to be in Champions League, they can still do it. That's his biggest job, though, now, isn't it? Arteta to pick them up off the floor after this pummeling, really, and get them ready for St James's Park under the lights Monday. Yeah, I mean, but that's what it's all about. And they've just, the, the, the two away games before this one, they beat West Ham United in yeah. Chelsea. Mm. On the back of before that, they lost three games on the spin. They won the, the next four. So they've shown they can react before. It's just what the back four is going to look like. That's the problem. Ben White didn't come into the game. Obviously, he's not ready to play late in the game. What's the point of bringing him in? You, you wouldn't want to risk him. So I get that. He needs to be fit. Mm. They're going to struggle for a back four. It's, it's that bad with the, the sending off and the injuries. Of course, Gabriel has been an important player for them. So they just got to field a field of a good back four, and they should still feel confident mm. they can win those mm. remaining two games. But in the end, that front line that we talked about before the game for Tottenham, in the end, did exactly what they've been they're, doing yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah. Son. I mean, he's a handful. He really is from the left-hand side. Kane punishes them from the spot, the header from the set-piece. I mean, they're always going to be the danger men. And again, I'll say it for a final time, Cedric Suarez and, and um, Rob Holding are not the first choice in that right side of the back four. It's Ben White and Tomiyasu, mm. and that was where this defeat happened for them. OK, let's get the post-match thoughts of the two we've been talking about, Harry Kane and Hyung Min Son. Harry, Sonny, first of all, comprehensive win over Arsenal tonight. Just how good does that feel? I mean, it's always good to win, but especially this derby is, uh, means a lot, and we can, we can close the gap, and I mean, this game was uh, really, really tastes nice. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, you're now the leading scorer in the Premier League of anybody against Arsenal. Do you, what does that mean, particularly on a night like tonight, which could turn out to be pivotal? Yeah, I think uh, proud of the boys. You know, it was a big night today. Obviously, if they won, they secured the Champions League. So uh, there was pressure on us, uh, obviously in front of our home fans. But we delivered well. You know, we started the game on the front foot, created the chances, and then second half controlled it really well. So uh, yeah, delighted to get the win. Whenever you win the derby, it's always nice. Um, but yeah, there's two more games to go. Obviously, we need to focus on them now. Quick turnaround, but uh, a really special night here. Is that the best atmosphere you've felt in this stadium so far? I think so. I think you could really feel the anticipation building up to the game uh, on the way to the stadium in the, in the coach. Um, and yeah, you know, we, we knew we had to deliver. Um, obviously, we've got the bragging rights, uh, but there's still two games to go. The most important thing is the Champions League. Um, and yeah, we've put the pressure on them. But um, yeah, we need to focus on ourselves. We play early Sunday. So uh, if we can get a result there, uh, then we can wait and see what happens. Sonny, we saw Antonio Conte hugging you, talking to you. He was coming. Have you forgiven him yet for dragging you off? <laughs> oh no! I mean, obviously, I want to play always, uh, but yeah, no. What can I say? It's a, it's a manager. Manager gave her, gave her decision, but I need to, I need to accept. Uh, yeah, he said so we have an important game on Sunday, so that's why. So it's, it's nothing, nothing big deal. Obviously, that the, the moment I'm not angry, just disappointed because uh, I came off. But I give, I, I move on, and Sunday another game. You respect his decision because he's the manager, but quite simply, do you feel there's more goals for me out there? No, not really. Obviously, I want. I just want to uh, keep playing. I mean, there's uh, not 100 percent goals. I mean, there are there were one man less, but um, I just want to continue to play. But look, when when I look at the bag, uh, we have a, we have an important game on Sunday, so I need to be ready. I need to recover, to be fresh again, and to help the team.
Harry for the first one on the pen, you switched sides from normal. What was the thinking? Yeah, no, I haven't been that side for a while, you know. Um, obviously, my, my regular side is to my left, but, you know, I practice them in training uh, all week and uh, I like to feel where I'm feeling good and, um, yeah, just felt that was a better better one today. Obviously, I've took a few against uh, Aaron for, for England in training. Um, so, yeah, I thought he was going to go the way he did and, and thankfully I was able to put it away. Sonny, you were involved in a running battle with Rob Holding that saw him sent off for two yellows. What was your view of the second yellow? Obviously, I couldn't see it because I was down. <laughs> I was down, so but no, I mean I was running into into the space, but he just blocked the the run runway. But I mean, look, I mean, either the ball is coming or not. Uh, it's, it was a it was dangerous challenge for me. But look, I, I mean, we have a VR, so if there was no yellow card, probably VR checked this. But look, I mean, there was a for me it was a clear 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 foul and clear yellow card. It's not in your hands, of course, it's in Arsenal's, but is it quite clear, as you said, you've got a huge game on Sunday. Is it about getting all three points and putting the pressure on Arsenal? Yeah, absolutely. We can only control uh, our games, you know. Uh, we've done our job here tonight. Uh, and, yeah, we play early Sunday. If we can get a good result there, it really puts the pressure back on them. So, um, yeah, we're not getting ahead of ourselves. We, we know tonight was important. We know tonight was a special night. But, like I said, the ultimate goal is to, to get that fourth place and, and we've still got work to do. Fabulous stuff. Well done tonight, boys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take you back to the commentary gantry, Arlo White and Lee Dixon. It, the pressure very much was only really on Tottenham today. They had to pass that test mm. and that they did very well, gentlemen. They certainly did, Rebecca. What impressed you the most about Tottenham and disappointed you the most about Arsenal tonight? I think that they set out like they finished the game. Oh, certainly how they started the game against Liverpool. I thought the, the structure was still there, the same. Um, they were invited, which surprised me a little bit. I thought the crowd might start to go. We sort of started to hear the crowd getting at them a little bit for yeah. sitting too far back but then once they got the goal um, I thought the, the, the structure of the team was brilliant I thought their energy levels their closing down their press was was right when it needed to be right and they got they got the goal at an important time and then the sending off changed everything you know Arsenal are out of the game by then and then that's what disappointed me about Arsenal was the indiscipline mm. talked about it before the game about being aggressive being passionate being doing your job but having a clear head there's a, a fine line between going over the edge and Rob Holding was, was scared of Son about the pace behind you could see that from the first minute and then as soon as he started to get too tight to him too many little infringements that cause a referee just to be on edge with him a little bit and then as soon as you lead with your arm like that you're only going mm. one way I thought it probably could have been a, a straight red rather than mm. two yellows so I think he's looking to get away with that but after that the game's over and I thought uh, I thought as good as uh, Tottenham were Arsenal were poor and, and Mikel's got a big job on his hands mm. to get to pick those players up who, the Arsenal they're still in control they're Absolutely. a point ahead but who would you rather be right now I know you've got a horse in the race but would you rather be Mikel Arteta or Antonio Conte it's a difficult one because I, I, was, I would always take the points. I think I've always said that. If you, you take the points and then you let people catch you. But the way that they got beat tonight, the two games they've got, the way that Tottenham play tonight and how, how much momentum they've got and the two games they've got, you'd have to say that if you, you'd probably want to be in the Tottenham camp because the, you don't know what's going to turn up the next game. Newcastle away for this team. Mm. Newcastle will watch that and go, do you know what? We can get after Arsenal yeah, here. Yeah. Try and enjoy the rest of your evening, <laughs> won't you, Lee? We've Rebe got to get through the Tottenham fans, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that should be fun. Uh, Rebecca, we'll send it back to you. Give it at least an hour, Lee. I think mm -hmm. that would be the advice. Mikael, what are your thoughts on a really disappointing night for Arsenal? Well, to do an evaluate, if I say what I think, I'm suspended six months. So I cannot say. I'm allowed to give my interpretation of what happened in the game, but uh, I, don't, I, I don't know how to lie, and I don't like lying, so I prefer not to say what I think. From the way you say that, I suspect that you're unhappy with some of the decisions that went against you, in your opinion. Would that be correct? I cannot say what I think. I will suspend it. Okay, then. Are you unhappy with your players? With my players, no. I'm so proud of my players. That answers the question for me, then. You say, will you talk about, first of all, the penalty decision and then the second yellow card? Or are you concerned? You can ask the referee to come in front of the camera and explain his decisions. Are his decisions. I make mine. That's his decisions. Unfortunately, It's a shame because such a beautiful game was destroyed today. Unfortunately, Mikel, though, we can't talk to the referee. Um, if we go to the, the second yellow card, 
it's clear what you think of the decision, but should Rob Holding have showed more composure having already been booked? The decision is made. Cannot change it. But does he give the referee a choice to make, a decision to make? Has he got to be cleverer there? The referee has to make decision in a reaction in football. OK, this isn't going anywhere in terms of decisions. I understand what you're saying there. When he sent off, Ben White looked like he was going to get ready. Was he never an option for you tonight, Ben White? To take the risk in the situation that the game was, uh, it didn't make any sense. And now focus on Newcastle. That's our focus. This game is history. Do you think Ben White will be fit for Newcastle? Because obviously you've got no Rob Holding. And also, mm-hmm. how bad does Gabriel look? He felt something, so hopefully Ben will be fit and hopefully we recover Gabby. Because if not, obviously we don't have enough players in the back line. In terms of tonight, has there been much damage done psychologically, do you feel, to your players? Again, this game is history for us. I just say in the dressing room, now it's Newcastle. This is gone. We know how it went uh, out of our hands and we have to accept it and now go to Newcastle and, and be the team that we are, that the team that you've seen right from the beginning in this stadium. Is that easier said than done, though? Just how flat are they? No, no, no. It's very acceptable. You lost a football match in the conditions that we lost them. It's painful, but that pain cannot be sustained because we have a huge match on Monday. And now talk about the excitement of playing uh, against Newcastle and, and try to beat them. Although it's still in your hands, this victory for Tottenham, does this hand them the momentum? And, of course, they play before you as well. We have two games to play each, each of us. And, uh, as you said, it's in our hands and, and we have to do our job. What have you got to show to win both games? Well, we showed from the beginning in this stadium, the same. Didn't like it much, did he there, <laughs> Mikel Arteta? I think it's fair to say he's not happy with the referee, but he's proud of his players. What did you make of that? Do you have sympathy with them over the referee? Um, on the first one, I thought the, 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 the penalty decision was marginal. I've said it over the highlights. I think some referees give that. I think many don't. So that's why I said in the highlight, I think they're a little unlucky there. There was a coming together. I think the second yellow, no. I think the questions were right there. That was unprofessional. To block off and then to block off in a manner that was kind of aggressive, it's definitely unsporting behaviour. Definitely mm. a second yellow, Rob, unless mm. you feel differently. No. You, know, you know, I think he's, he's kind of getting the easier way out there and not explaining, you know, some of the disappointing things happen mm. in the game. He's part. pretty much no commented throughout the whole of that yeah. interview. The, the, the penalties are 50-50. Um, they may be on, on the, the wrong end of a, of a, of a decision there. The, the, the throwing of the arm is bad control and lack of professionalism. Rob Holding, at 1-0 down with 11 men on the pitch, Arsenal is still the game. At 2-0 down with 11 men on, on the pitch, they're still in the game. But to lose the man, basically, with that, throws the game away. Now, Mikel Arteta there we, we didn't obviously want to say anything, thought about, about getting in trouble. He's got to use the disappointment, the poor decisions, and galvanise his team and make that a motivator. They are still in control of this situation. Spurs can win the North London derby and Arsenal can play in the Champions League if they win two games. So the attitude now, he's got to get rid of all that Mm. and and start to motivate that young group of players to be right for Newcastle away and Everton on the last day of the season. I mean, they won't forget that, though. I mean, he says about forgetting it, but the players won't forget that. That's a painful lesson for this young person. You've got to move on, on, to to, to the next game. That's the most important thing. But in the next situation where there's a big, big game, Mm. are they going to be a little bit more composed, a little bit more careful Mm. with some of those kind of little details that can cost you a big It's game. funny though, isn't it? Because Rob Holding, of all the players on the pitch, Rebecca, I'm looking at Davison Sanchez and saying, you know, be careful, there's a risk. And he played excellent today, was well in control. Granite Jack is somebody who in the past you've thought on those kind of days was excellent today. Mm. But Rob Holding, is who you think is a consistent, steady performer, experience. has actually got caught up in something and made a bad error that's cost his team. Well, I was just noticing that, I mean, his body language is doing anything other than moving on. I mean, he is obviously absolutely mm. furious. But like, another good question Jeff Shreve asked him was about the psychological side of this. I mean, if you put yourselves in the Arsenal players' position, I mean, Lee was so interesting there, talking about he'd rather be in the Tottenham camp right now than the Arsenal camp, despite Arsenal having one point more. What about you? Uh, not for me. No, not for me. I still would rather have that mm. point. Even with those two games that they've got to play, Newcastle, Everton, Tottenham have got Burnley, Norwich. Yeah, yeah. Spurs' mm. games are a little easier, granted, but there's yeah. two games, two mm. games to negotiate, particularly the first one, the Newcastle away, yeah. and it's, the concern is, he just said it there, in terms of filling a back line. You know, mm. Gabriel, who knows? Yeah. Ben White, 
you might expect him to be fit. Tommy Asu can play as a central defender. That's mm-hmm. a problem. But if they get through that one and win at Newcastle, yeah. which isn't going to be easy, you've got to think the last mm-hmm. day of the season at home against Everton, they'll you. find a way to win. So I, I would rather be in yeah. the Arsenal dressing room. Just quickly, Robbie, do you see as to whether Arsenal finish fourth or fifth as to how... Arteta's going to be perceived as a manager. It feels like it's a vast difference. For some, for some Rebecca, um, I think those who've watched his work and seen the team come things will say, you know, fifth is a decent finish. But some will say, well, Arteta, right when he came to, he was in their that, hands, that would be harsh, they, they've let it, it go. It that will, will be incredibly well, that harsh. what people will do. That's, that's football. Uh, that, yeah. That's fans, Rob. That, that's neutrals. I think Arsenal fans might Spurs see need the work. It, Spurs need it more than Arsenal. Arsenal have come from three... Awful first games of the season, no goals, to be in a situation where they've transitioned from the younger squad to being on the brink of the top four. Mm-hmm. If they don't make it, tough, and it's, it's, it's been difficult, but the progress is there. For Spurs, with their manager, with the experienced players, they kind of need it more for the future of the manager. I don't think fan or an Arsenal player. As a player, I don't agree with that, by the way. I want to be in the Champions League, well, Of course they want to be in it. Of course yeah. they want to be in it. Yeah, so well, in terms it's not of like, failure, oh, the team okay that needs it more, then. You think Arsenal need it more than... than... Yeah, it's Arsenal Football Club. It's Arsenal football it's, winning titles. I, I still think it's more of a failure table. for Spurs not to do it than Arsenal, given where they've come from and the changes they've made this season. And Arsenal can just still trust the process. <laughs> Let's not forget uh, about that. Let's just remind you, though, of the run-in. Uh, the three teams that are still trying to clinch top four. Chelsea got Leeds, um, well, they beat Leeds away, didn't they? 3-0 this past weekend. They got the cup final this weekend. Then it's Leicester at home, Watford at home. So they've got two home games to finish. Arsenal have got Newcastle away Monday, Everton at home on Championship Sunday, and Tottenham have got Burnley at home first thing Sunday morning. Then they go to Carrow Road, already relegated Norwich on Championship Sunday. A brace from Harry Kane and a goal from Hyungmin Son gave Tottenham a 3-0 win in the North London derby to close the gap on Arsenal to a point. Tottenham right back in the race for the top four. Let's hear from the jubilant Antonio Conte. Antonio, Harry Kane said that was the best atmosphere in this stadium since he's been here. Is that the best night you've had at this stadium? Yeah, I for sure. Uh, um, the atmosphere was, was, uh, was amazing. And for this reason, we have to tell thanks to our fans because uh, uh, um, they were incredible from the start until the end. They pushed us uh, a lot. I think we repaid, uh, we repaid uh, their faith. <laughs> We, with uh, with a good win, good win because uh, um, uh, you won uh, uh, an important derby, but especially because uh, now we are uh, we are um, very close to them on the table, uh, only one point. There are two games uh, to go, and uh, for sure we need to have uh, uh, to recover very well because uh, we are going to play on Sunday at 12 o'clock. Uh, an important game against uh, a team that uh, they have beaten us. Uh, for this reason, uh, I was very clear with my players. Try to to enjoy, to celebrate in the, in the right way, but at the same time we had to think uh, on Sunday. Otherwise, uh, this win, uh, yeah, you won a derby, but. Um, it would be important this win uh, if uh, we are going to win uh, on Sunday against Barley. Harry Kane has an extraordinary record from the penalty spot now. When you get a penalty and he steps up, do you simply expect him to score? Mm, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's very uh, accurate because uh, in, every, in every train session, uh, after the, the training, stay there. To, to kick penalty and honestly I won yeah, finger cross and I, I have never seen him to make a mistake <laughs> yeah uh, when I go on the penalty honestly I am very I'm very calm I'm very calm because I know that uh, is uh, really good not only in this aspect because I repeat we're talking about a fantastic uh, striker and uh, um, yeah I hope, I hope I repeat now to, uh, to have another good, uh, another good game on Sunday and uh, our fans, um, um, they, they are going to play an important, an important role because they have to go together on Sunday to play against Berlin all together. 
And uh, we are very close. We are very close to to reach an important target for for uh, for us. And we stay behind one point. But you know very well in England, no easy game for us, no easy game for for Arsenal. What did you say to Sonny to forgive you for taking him off? <laughs> yeah, but uh, and and for sure, and Sonny wanted to continue to play and oh, to, yes. to try to score. No, yeah, but and uh, I had to think um, not only in this game, but I had to think that we need a player to record well, fresh player, especially in the role uh, with Sonny and uh, Kluszewski and Lucas Bergwin uh, that's really uh, you, you spent a lot of energy and for this reason uh, I had the possibility to to make a substitution to give them a bit of rest and I did this and uh, but now and uh, for sure uh, he promised me on Sunday and to to, to score well, Antonio Conte is absolutely mm -hmm. spot on. There is mm -hmm. no point in winning the North London derby no. if you don't beat Burnley. What worries you on Sunday morning, early kickoff, 12 noon local time, 7 a.m. with us here on USA? What worries you, if anything, about the Burnley game? Um, that every now and then we've seen uh, a Spurs performance that's got us scratching our heads after some time, some, some good results. And I'll go back to the reverse fixture. They beat Manchester City um, Spurs. Then went to Burnley and lost. And do you remember that iconic day when he was questioning whether he was the right man to take this Spurs team forward? Well, it was interesting. I was listening to his press conference yesterday and he said when he came into the football club, he thought he gave too much information and he had to pair things back. But he said, right now, we're head of the North London job. We've got good organisation, our tactics are better and we're physically in good shape. This guy, I think, feels comfortable with his group and is now prepared to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Arsenal and he'll believe they'll get the six points necessary. The, the only thing I would be a little concerned if I was a Spurs fan is that, that Burnley will pack it in, super pack it in. And mm. we know for sure that Spurs are at their best when they're counter-attacking and teams come on to them. It, it, it's happened so many times. Now, I expect them to win that game, but I wouldn't be totally surprised if they were frustrated with trying mm. to find a way through a packed Burnley team because that isn't really Spurs' strength this season, it hasn't. When there's less space for, for Son to run into like he did today so well with the space in behind defenders, they're so difficult to stop. But with Burnley, it's going to be deep. There'll be no space in behind. They could, they could get frustrated by, by Burnley. Robbie, if Conte stays and is given money, how do you expect that style to evolve? You talk about this season, that's how they like to do it. They like to play on the counter-attack because of the players they've got. How do you expect a Conte full Tottenham team to play? Not much different. Right. Not much different. Just better players. Yeah, because because I've seen it before with the teams he's had in Chelsea, with Inter, different teams. That's the way he likes to do it. And they're grooved at doing that. Yeah. So he would look to get better defenders. Uh, and he's got the front players, hasn't he? Maybe an extra bit of quality in midfield. Yeah. But it's so important for Spurs, given the money they're going to get from being in the Champions League competition. I'm sure the manager will stay. Yeah. It's, a, it's an opportunity for Daniel Levy. Do it. Go for it. Because with this guy, with the money... They can, they can have a title. The two wing-backs as well in his system are usually important. But yeah. The players he had at Chelsea and the players he's had generally in his inter-teams, you have two good players out there who can dictate the play as well. So uh, that might be something interesting to see if he does, if he's given the money. Actually, when we were all watching the second half, he was saying they've got the training ground, they've got yeah. the stadium, yeah. they've got the manager, well, they just mm, need yeah. to improve the team. It's a really important time, yeah. isn't it, this coming Daniel summer Levy. for mm. Tottenham, Daniel Levy yeah. and Antonio Conte. That does it for this edition of the Premier League on NBC podcast. Be sure to check out other episodes where you'll get a collection of our most spirited in-studio debates as well as exclusive on-site access. Plus, don't miss out on Premier League mornings, weekends at 7am Eastern on NBCSN and Peacock Premium. Bye for now. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of sighs guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15 discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know.